Hey everybody, how you doing? Bobby Blotzer from Rat here, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. The Iron City Rocks podcast is a podcast devoted to promoting Pittsburgh's hard rock, rock, heavy metal, and blues music scene. I'll be your host, John. In episode 35, we had a special opportunity to talk to rat drummer Bobby Blotzer. Bobby's originally from Wilkinsburg before he moved out west to begin his career with rat. Rat has a new CD coming out in April called Infestation, available on Roadrunner Records. And Bobby also has an autobiography called Tales of a Rat, which is available on his website, bobbyblotzer.com, and available through Amazon. So we're going to take you right now into the interview with Bobby, and then we'll be back. Ladies and gentlemen, on the line, uh, originally from Pittsburgh, Bobby Blotzer of Rad. How you doing, Bobby? I'm doing great, thanks. How you doing? Real good. I wanted to um, get in touch. You guys have a new CD infestation coming out. You've got an autobiography coming out. So I wanted to take some time and talk to you about kind of just your career at a glance, kind of your roots from the area of Pittsburgh and, and what we can expect coming going forward with Rat and Bobby Blotzer. You were born in the Pittsburgh area? I was. I was born in Wilkinsburg, actually. Okay. And when did you move out west? Um, when I was 13, we moved to L.A. And, uh, you know, little by little, everybody kept falling back, you know, and come back to the Berg there. And uh, for me, that wasn't a reality, not because I don't love it, but, you know, I was already starting to play in bands, you know, and I felt like, you know, if I leave now, this is, this is not going to be a wise decision for my career or, you know, the thought of having a career really, you know? So ultimately, you know, I, I was on my own at 16 and was playing in bands from the time I was about 14 and a half, 15 years old. Okay. And how did you get into the drumming? Did you, um, was that your first instrument? Um, well, you know, just being a, a music fan, um, and, a fan not only of drumming but I you know, I play guitar, I play bass. I started out playing guitar and harmonica and, and a little bit of bass and then I went over to drums and sorta of had a really natural quick knack for that and uh I switched with a friend of mine named Marty that I used to jam with and he, I took his guitar or rather I should say his drum set and gave him my guitar we traded and uh you know, as they say, the rest is history. Yeah. Five platinum albums in a row later in your uh, <laughs> history. Now, I think, yeah, obviously, people are pretty familiar with Rat. Um, you guys uh, were huge in the 80s, early 90s, and as many bands of that era did kind of splinter apart in the 90s and are back and, and doing some phenomenal work now with, you've got uh, many, uh, a couple new members now. You've got uh, Robbie Crane. 
who's been with you, I can't even say a new member, he's been with you 13 years now? Yeah, yeah I was going to just okay. correct you on that, actually, because yeah. he's, uh, he's been in there longer than Juan Crucier was in, so yeah, right, and he's not new anymore. Got <laughs> Carlos Cravazzo uh, from the Quiet Riot, um, who, uh, along with Out of the Cellar, uh, Metal Health has to be one of the most important albums of that genre. So uh, you've got a phenomenal lineup now. Um, just wanted to touch base because you've been um, in some other musical projects along the way. You were in Contraband. Um, uh, yeah, back in 1991, I think that was. Well, how did that, I mean that had to be kind of a dream come true to play with Michael Schenker? How did it was? Did that's that's the reason I did it. You know, um, well, we all you know we had Tracy Guns from LA Guns and Cher Pedersen. She was the bass player of Vixen. Richard Black was a singer of a band called Shark Island. Michael Schenker, right. myself, we all were managed by the same manager, a fellow by the name of Alan Kovac. And okay. This guy now, well, he, he went on, you know, to, he now manages Motley, and he's resurrected a lot of bands, you know, that have done really well with his managerial skills. And he was starting a new label back then and um, pretty much just hired us all to play, you know, on this record. And it was... That's, you know, like I said, with Michael Shanker involved, that's why I did it. Plus, to be honest with you, they, they paid us pretty decent, and, you know, it was fun. I had a good time. It was a good it was record. A fun album. Um, more recently, um, you did an album with Janie Lane and Robbie and uh, I'm trying to remember the other gentleman's name. Uh, Kerry Kelly. The Underground. Kerry Kelly. Yeah, that album, um, phenomenal album, the uh, Love the Sin, Hate the Sinner album from Saints of the Underground. How did that come together? Well, we had a jam thing that we used to do when all of us were off tour, you know, in the down down months after summer and fall when everybody was, you know, not really doing anything but writing and getting ready for their next year's, you know, work with their respective bands. And we would put together just a jam cover thing, you know, where we'd occasionally go out and play. And uh, um, we did it. We played on a, on a Judas Priest tribute record. Um, and basically it turned out really well. And that the, the guys that were the record company for that, for that choose free tribute wanted to, to see if we would be interested in doing an original record. We were, and they, you know, offered us a deal. It was a pretty decent deal. And we did the record and I produced it. And, uh, we did a lion's share of it was done in my studio in Houston. And then some overdubs, like Carrie's uh, lead play, lead solos, I should say, and and Jane, uh, Janie Lane's vocals were done at Carrie's studio down here in uh, Huntington, not on Huntington Beach, but uh, where does he live? He lives down there in Orange County. I forget which town it is, but um, you know, I love that record, and we sadly never got to do any dates for that. Yeah, I have to admit, I um, I have the CD myself. I, I it blows me away. I, I think it might be one of the best. <laughs> of that type of album. I, I know. You know what? I really, really am close to that record, and it, there was some, I, you know, things I'm not going to bring up that stopped this thing from being able to do shows. But uh, it's really about mainly, you know, everybody's so busy. You know, carries out with Alice Cooper. You know, of course, I'm doing the rat thing all year round. But uh, <laughs> you know, I think there could have been some time here and there to do something. We just never were able to pull together. But that's not Any, to say it won't ever happen because it, like it, you know, you said it, it's a great record of great songs, and uh, really I, be fun to play them. You know. Yeah, I think Janie, um, she's such a good songwriter, uh, lyricist. 
um, you know, and it really comes through on that, and it's a little bit different than, than maybe some of the warrant records of, of the 80s and 90s. Do you guys have aspirations of doing another studio album, or, or just kind of wish you could maybe do a really, couple of live I haven't really talked to those guys. I mean, we all wrote the record. You know, that was a good thing. It was a collaboration of everybody bringing their songs in, and, you know, it's... Uh, you're right, though. Janie is a great singer and lyricist, and, you know, I like the way he writes. So I would like to do another record, you know. I We haven't really talked about it. We all agree and recognize that it, it's a great record, and we are all proud of it. So if if and when the time is you know comes, I I welcome it for sure. Sure. Now, how did Carlos come, come to be in Rat? I mean, you've had a couple different people in that squad probably since. Robin's passing. Uh, how did Carlos come to be in Rad? Well, we were auditioning because um, John Karabi, who played with us for seven years on rhythm guitar, he was working for Gibson Guitars. He was going out and doing clinics for them, you know, um, demonstrating their acoustic guitars, singing and playing and stuff. And uh, he had to devote full time to that. So we started auditioning, and then Carlos was brought up. And uh, Warren Demartini was very into the you know the idea of having him come down. I've been friends with Carlos for close to thirty years. You know he's a great guy, great bro. Um, I just did, I wasn't seeing the correlation between him and us at first. You know because I was you know frankly used to John laying down pretty solid rhythms, and the thought of having two lead guitar players was a little you know. A little scary yeah, for me thinking, switch. yeah, I just was thinking, man, you know, what's going to happen with the rhythm, even though Robbie Crane and I are very solid backbone rhythm section, you know, uh, John and Robbie and I would, uh, you know, work on the rhythm parts quite a bit and, and really make them super tight, and, you know, that's well, what I was used to, and I was just, the first few jams with Carlos were pretty jammy, let's just say, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's two, you know, he's playing the lead, he's a lead player, so... But after a while, he started really coming into, um, well, I mean, they split the leads, him and Warren, you know, Warren right. doing the lion's share. He's, you know, really the lead guitar player of Rat. But it's more uh, now back to like it was with Robin and Robin Crosby and Warren. You know, it's a two-guitar band again with the leads being split, more dual leads. So, you know, he's a great, fun guy to work with, you know, really mellow. And, I, you know, I like it a lot. Yeah, it, it really it added a lot. You know, it kind of took the band to another level. And you guys um, recently aimed to deal with Roadrunner. Um, is that that's been pretty good for you guys? Obviously, so far, they're, I think they're doing a really good job of promoting the new record. Yeah, well, I mean, they are. They're ex super excited about the record, and it's being released on on April twentieth worldwide. It has gotten up till now, just you know, with all the the pre interviews that we're doing all over the world. I mean, I do, I'm doing them every day, five, six a day, and everybody is, I haven't really seen this kind of excitement, you know, for any of our records in a long time. I mean, yeah. even back doing all the, you know, the different rat records, I, this one, for some reason, is, you know, jolting a nerve in people, and it's pretty exciting, you know? I think I, the, the uh, what you did with the uh, anniversary of uh, Out of the Cellar, I think, kind of whet people's appetite for what a good band Rat was, you know? Thanks. And I this is going to fill a void in a lot of people's music collection. And you well, guys, let's hope it gets to them. I mean, in this day and age, really, I, I, 
you know, my aspirations are just, you know, that it gets heard by, you know, some people. When I say some, I, I can't even put a figure on it because, you know, I mean, I know what our catalog sells year in, year out. It does really well. I mean, amazingly, thank God. But to release a new record, you know, is it going to be 100,000? Is it going to be 50? Is it possible that by, you know, some blessing that we get a gold record? That would be amazing. So I, just, yeah. you know, I mean, it, I don't even know. It's radios. We all know what radio and CDs what kind of turn that's all taken. So it's a different world out there. But Roadrunner, is any label can get it to a certain level that we would really like to see happen. And I think it would be for the fans, too. It would be great to have the fans stand behind a record like this and go, that's killer. I've been with this band for 28 years or whatever, and now they got a, a big record again, you know, in the, in the 11th hour or whatever you want to call it. It would be fabulous. I hope it, I hope it does something like that. But if it doesn't, we know we did a great record, you know. If that's to me is any indication of what we can expect from the rest of the album, I think you'll you'll do quite well. You guys recorded in Virginia Beach. Was there a reason you, you went east coast to do the album? Our producer, um, Michael Basquette, he owns the house on a beach there, which he it's like it was a vacation house, and uh, he turned it into a recording studio, and it was really gorgeous, you know. Very scenic. The, t the tracking room, which is the room that you know you set the drums and you isolate the amps when you're recording, and the tracking room where the drums are set up and everybody's standing while we're playing together, had this giant you know window, that sliding window that opened to the, right onto the beach. So you had blue water, white sand, blue skies, you know, and it just yeah. it was. Uh, that makes it, sense. It, it made sense. Yeah, it just was very relaxing, and, and you know, we had a good time to, recording there. Excellent. Now, you have also some... Inspirational, thank you, was what I was looking for there. It was very inspiring. Now, you um you have a book coming out, uh, coinciding with the release date of the CD, uh, an autobiography you did, um, Tales of the Rat, Things You Shouldn't Know. Um, I read the, the excerpt on your website, uh, a humorous story uh, about you breaking your ankle in Cleveland. Um is yeah, it's humorous now. It wasn't then, but uh, <laughs> yeah, twenty years later, it's kind of a funny story. But it probably wasn't for the hour and a half you were on stage trying to play. Um, is it? Is it kind of what? What can we expect? Is this kind of a tell-all book about you know, kind of like the dirt from Motley Crue, or is this just kind well, of fun your it, career? You know, it it it's not it's not a inquire. You know, embarrass people, tell stories. It's fun stories stories about all the things that we used to do, I used to do. It's obviously an autobiography, so it it covers from, you know, the time that I was listening to Beatles at, you know, five years old on up or whatever, or to, you know, from the time I could remember things and and just how my life has gone down the road it's gone and the different roads and turns and what an amazing journey it has been, actually. And um, <clears throat> a lot of rat stories, of course, I came from an honest opinion, you know, but I definitely, you know, didn't want to embarrass any friends or family in any capacity. But then again, you know, there were things that I have to touch on, you know. Sure. And, uh, for example, I, you know, it's not like, well, I read part of Nikki's book. And it was, anybody that's read Nikki's book, The Heroin Diaries, it's a pretty depressing, heavy story. And, I, you know, I wanted this to be the opposite of that, and I'm not knocking his book in any way, but, 
you know, for me, being close to those guys like I was in our band, our two bands were, reliving those, some of those stories was pretty, I don't know, it was pretty disturbing to me. Um, yeah. But this one just, it, uh, it's a lot of stories of me and, for example, and me and Tommy Lee used to go dirt bike riding all the time. We were bros. We hung out on holidays, you know, to, in the middle of tours. I'd fly out and see them on their tour, vice versa. You know, a lot of stories like that and uh, stories about my Remember son. You know, so it's a good, it's a fun book. Okay, excellent. And you can get that. Um, is it, I know it's available on your website, bobbyblotzer.com. Is it going to be available for like Amazon or Barnes & Yeah, it'll be, it'll be in Amazon on 20th of... Uh, well, I'm trying to coincide it with uh, with the release of Infestation, the new Rat CD, which is on 420. Yeah. Excellent. All right, Bobby, I want to thank you for taking the time to uh, call back home and talk to the Pittsburghers. Thanks. And uh, we look forward to uh, you guys coming back into town and uh, blowing us away with the new record. Well, I, thank you. I love Pittsburgh, and I was just back there in February visiting family and home and having a great time, and it's always great to be back to one of the most beautiful cities in the country. So God bless awesome. everybody. Thanks, buddy. Okay, take care, everybody. All right, that was just a little taste of Round and Round, probably Rat's biggest hit. Hope you enjoyed the interview with Bobby. Bobby was uh, really nice to talk to. Again, you can get more information and pre-order his autobiography, Tales of a Rat, at www.bobbyblotzer.com. You can find more information out about the band at theratpack.com. Again, the album drops in stores on April 20th. It's called Infestation. If you go to ironcityrocks.com and go to the podcast page, you can catch the video for the first single, Best of Me. Um, you can also check us out online at myspace.com forward slash ironcityrock, twitter.com forward slash ironcityrocks, facebook.com forward slash ironcityrocks. And also, there's still time left to enter our contest to win two pairs of Metallica tickets for their show at Alter Bar on April 16th. So check out the website and click on the contest link. Hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll catch you next time.